You're listening to the show where the only royal baby we're interested in is Prince Adam of Eternia. It's the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 76, for the week of Wednesday, the 7th of August, 2013. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Justin. And John. This episode is brought to you by ShelfLife.net and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our toy of the week is the Kotobukiya Artifacts New 52 Aquaman statue, and our discussion topic is Molding Outside the Lines. Gentlemen, how are we? Fantastic. Oh, we're speaking over each other. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> one at a time, one at a time. Justin, how are you? Good, thank you. Yeah, what have you uh, been up to? Okay, what do we do this week? We've got a new dog. Ooh! So that's cool. three. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, it's a, a uh, French bulldog. And oh, um, yeah, today I got stung by a bee. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, so, welcome to the family, Zach. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the family. <laughs> some, have some money. How, <laughs> some how money old? for repairs. Uh, eight Puppy months old. Yeah, okay. eight months old. Um, she's pretty good for a pup. Just a couple of little little um, accidents as soon as she came in. But um, she's fit right in with the family. And, man, the snoring from a French bulldog is unbelievable. It's... <laughs> It's depressing how loud it is. Wow. <laughs> a situation when you go, son, come up. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so we have to sort something out there, maybe um, switch it down to the laundry. Oh, well, that's but not fair. I'll record it, and, man, it's, it is um, earth-shaking. Really? Yes. For, for eight months old? Yes. Wow, so something going to get worth, too. Mm. How big? Um, she's 13 kilos. Um, she's oh, okay. quite, well, I'd say about maybe 40 centimeters or so off the ground with a massive bulbous head. But um, we picked her up because she was a, she was from a breeder and she had, uh, she's got wonky back legs. Oh. And the breeder was just like, eh, I don't want to, can't make me money. Oh. So, yeah, she's. She's saved now. She'll have the best life she could possibly ever have. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. And John, what about you? Well, I have a new addiction because uh -oh. I hadn't been uh -oh. any games, you know, and it's not Candy Crush Saga. Um, Geeky Vixen over on Twitter was talking about something. It's called Duolingo, uh -oh. and you can they have a uh, website, a uh, phone app, and you can learn other languages. Oh, and they have like little, they have like little modules. It's free. Um, but they have hearts. So as you're going through, uh, you know, a module, you can only miss many. So it's kind of like playing a game. Okay. So and you get little trophies as you complete a module. And so what language are you learning? Australian? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I actually, because we're huge in Germany, I decided to learn German. <laughs> you know, I was listening to your interview with Gary Godso. When you said to him, 
were huge in Germany. I think he took you quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice? That? Yeah, I, was, I, I. I was waiting for you to go. Actually, sorry, Gary, that was a joke. I'm just full of it. And you didn't. <laughs> well, you know, I, I have to apologize because I was like, he was talking. I was like, I, I'll, I'll just let him go. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to kill me when he hears this, but yeah. that's it. Yeah. Um, Gary, John lied to you. Yeah, sorry. It was still interesting, though. I, I was still interested. Oh, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, it, it was totally relevant, but I was like, come on, John, um, set him straight. Don't, yeah, come on, John. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, before I say how my week was, which was shocking, I have to clear something up first that may have been communicated by my delightful colleagues from last week's episode. There seemed to be an implication that someone did not join in because they might have been a little bit hungover. And I would just like to put that to rest and say that that is 80% untrue because I was 80% sick and only 20% hungover. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. How did you figure those percentages? Oh, it's just based on my mathematical... Yeah, I'd been up in Brisbane for work, and I had this work meeting at the most... Oh, this is the most amazing beer bar called Archive. And I had this drink, well, just a beer called the Black Giraffe. And I had I had a couple. Um, but, but the most amazing thing about this place is I'm sitting down, and, you know, I was pretty relaxed and i looked across at the wall and i thought that whole wall looks like it's papered with comic book pages and it was oh wow i know and i was like i'm kind of scared to go over there because that's so cool but it also if they turn out to be like you know really great comics that have been ripped apart to Mm. paper this wall i'm going to be a bit devastated so but i think they might have been actually like color photocopies so yeah Mm. so i had you know, enjoyed myself, but I actually was sick and had tonsillitis. And I, I got off the plane, got home, and just thought I cannot record. So, but it was certainly not a certainly not a case of um, not being able to attend because I had imbibed too much. Now, in terms of my week, I had a really fascinating week um, because on Tuesday, my dear wife had a um, altercation with a pole at school and came off second best. Um, she was walking along with some kids and wasn't was paying attention to the kids and not the pole and ran smack dab into the pole with her face and we ended up spending six hours at the hospital waiting for a CT scan. She now has medical proof that she has a brain. She wants me to <laughs> to say. Um, she doesn't listen, does she? <laughs> no, I, she's the one that kept saying that and and the nurses kept saying it too. Like there you go. Now now you can never tell her she doesn't have a brain. And I'm like, excuse me, my wife's smarter than me. I never tell her she doesn't have a brain. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, but I have told her that she has to retire from pole dancing now. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so but the poor thing she she had had a couple of days off work. She was like mildly concussed, and um, so that that and that is why we did not have an enhanced podcast this week. Sorry, guys, uh, but there was just way too much family and real life stuff happening for enhanced podcast to happen. Oh, well, I hope Mr. Scotty Too Hottie is feeling better this week. <laughs> yeah, she, she's um she's back with the program now. So cool. <laughs> it was very funny actually when I went to pick her up from work. They're like, "Oh, we're really worried about her because she's a bit vague and um she's mixing up all of her words." And I was like, "Have you met her properly? Like, because <laughs> she's she's kind of notorious for 
jumbling words and something, and they were like, "No, no, no, we mean worse than usual." <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, so we've got new dogs, new addictions, new concussions, and I guess we should actually do some toy stuff and do some news. What do you reckon? Sure. Okay. Sure. Oh, I must actually say thank you. My opening line this episode is courtesy of Ryan Eddie Edmonds. So I asked on Facebook for a, a clever opening line for this week's podcast, and that was my old Facebook and Twitter, actually, and that was my favorite. So good on you, Ryan Eddie Edmonds. That, I mean, he might be Eddie Tuzlin in 4722 or whatever. I was going to ask, but... Yeah. I mean, there, not that there's only one Eddie in the world, but you never know. Anyway, let us know. There's Eddie Money. Oh, Eddie Money. Oh, and Eddie, you know, 3241 or all the other numbers. And Eddie Grant. <laughs> all right. Let, let's let's go away, and we'll come back with some articulated news. Big Jim's World of Adventure, starring Big Josh with Talking Cat Pack. Let's make Cat here. Yeah, unload the Big Jim sports camper gear. Big Josh says, Bring the boat and fishing gear. And you know the dinner will soon be here. Big Josh says, Let's find some firewood. Now this camp is looking like a good camp should. Big Josh with Talking Cat Pack is sold separately. Big Jim sports camper comes with fishing boat and gear from Mattel. Well, as always, before we get to the main features of the show, we start off with a bit of news. Uh, it's not all the news, although this week I think it might be. There's not a lot because <laughs> it's after San Diego. Um, but you know, we don't try and cover everything. It's just the things that caught our eye this week. And, John, you have our first pieces of news. So over to you. Well, you know, Star Wars Celebration just happened over in Europe, um, which was kind of cool. Heard some good things. I mean, the, it doesn't look like they... Had a whole lot of new announcements, but um, we got some pictures of the Wave 3 of the 3 and 3 quarter and 6 inch Star Wars Black Series. In the 3 and 3 quarter, we got a uh, Commander Neo, a Darth Plagueis from the EU, um, Mace Window in his Clone Wars kind of armored forearm look, and Vizam, who is the uh, who? guard. He's Jabba's guard that. Uh, yeah, on the railing of the sail barge. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. And then in the six-inch line, they I don't showed know if I've off. I've heard that name before. Yeah, Vizam. I don't think. I thought he was just a Nikto guard, but mm. um, I could be wrong. Uh, we in the six-inch line, we saw Obi Wan from Episode Three, which is a really decent-looking figure. Um, that's actually my favorite look for Obi Wan. Uh, Luke and his Bespin uh, Tog, which is a cool figure as well. And probably the best of the group is the Stormtrooper, because he looks pretty darn good, I have to say. Yeah, I'm um, impressed by how these look. I'm really trying hard to decide not to collect any of this stuff. Um, but, yeah, they're fun. The, the Luke looks a little too clean to me. Yeah, he does. His outfit. But, yeah. Well, it's the before he got dirty version. There is no before he got dirty version of that outfit. Yes, there is. No, there yeah, I isn't. Think when he arrives on on Dagobah, because oh, that's where he, he starts wearing it. Isn't he clean when he gets to Bespin? No, if you see him, he's actually not. He's got like flaps that are ripped and stuff on his uh, okay. pockets and. Mm. Well, it's like He's the, dead. you know, behind the scenes, um, 
you know, before it was messy look. I just think he could do with a little more dirt. I think you should, I think you should write them a letter. You, they, you, quit, they, they quit taking my letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've, you've raised this issue. You've raised this issue before. I think when we were looking at the hot toys, Luke, you didn't like. You know, it. yeah. I, I said that. Yeah, right. I did say that. Yeah. Um, the Luke looks good. The Stormtrooper looks fantastic, though. They they yes. went all out on that. I have to say. Yeah. So, are you excited so. about the three and three quarter ones, John? No. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, the the Clone Wars, I don't collect any of the Clone Wars stuff. Okay. Uh, the only one that I can see maybe getting is the the Nikto Guard, maybe. With Captain Neo, I have the Captain Neo, so eh. okay. I don't really need to get a replacement for him. For all of his what two seconds, five seconds of screen time. Yeah, I gotta say when we um, get to the six inch ones, that Ben Episode Three Ben Kenobi does not look anything like what I would like it to look like. Really. Well, head sculpt. I mean, just head sculpt-wise. It doesn't... You know, I think that for a six-inch line, I'd like to see more of an effort at likeness. Hmm. Maybe they don't have it. You don't have the rights. Oh, that's possible. I think he... And, well, maybe it is, because he complained a lot about about uh, those movies after the fact. Okay. Yeah. So maybe they watch right. their hands. Maybe that's his comeuppance. <laughs> That's right. Right. Anyway, complain about our movies. You're gonna look awesome. <laughs> you're gonna have four moles instead of one. <laughs> okay, something else. Something else. Uh, McFarlane has showed some stuff from Walking Dead comic series two. Uh, I'm gonna try and do this without spoiler, so it's gonna be tough. Um, these are comic based, so they're not. Uh, there's a Glenn, a governor, uh, a Michonne pet, uh, Penny, the governor's daughter, and then a two-pack of uh, the governor and Penny together, black and white. Pretty cool stuff, but uh, the Glenn is not the Glenn you would expect from no. the, the TV series. So, uh, but the Glenn, the Glenn isn't the Glenn I want from the comics either. No, this is armored Glenn yeah. in prison riot gear. You know, like, where's the baseball cap? Where's the... Uh, I just... I don't understand why they did that. I, I have not read the comics, so... No. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, look, it, it's a, it's something down the line. If they were doing more figures, you might do this. But as a... If this is the only Glenn that we're going to get from the comic series, I'd be really disappointed in that because, you know, that's not... That's not him. I, I will say the coolest one is... Uh, Probably Penny, the governor's daughter. Yeah. Because she's with um, a fish tank accessory with stuff to put in it in a bucket with stuff to put in it. And you guys know how I like accessories. And, wow, that's kind of – all those are kind of icky. Um, they're still kind of cool. I don't want to give too much away. Just, no. Because I hate to have people say I'm giving away spoilers. It looks to me like the – so is there is there a color version of the governor? Oh yeah, there is. Okay, so there's yeah. a color version. Um, and it looks like um, there's some comic accurate battle damage there for the governor. Yeah. The um. Yeah, there's a, In a couple of places. Yeah, there's some options there for how you display them, which is you know, which is good. I wish uh, w- one thing that um, I, I find about these. 
uh, Walking Dead things is that some of the combined packs, like, you know, they did Michonne and her pets combined, Governor and Penny combined. I'd be really tempted by those if they weren't the black and white versions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know, it doesn't, like, which, I mean, it's good because I can't afford them, so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you could even display, display that as a TV version, Penny, and I don't think anybody would, No. you know, be upset. She's close enough, I think, probably to, out of all of them, she's probably the one that, you know, looks most like her TV counterpart. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just don't but, get that right here, Glenn. It's a bummer. Well, he's, to me, if that happens, that's what I'd be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it is a, it does have significance from the comics, um, but... In, in, again, if it's the only figure that we're going to get of him, I think it's a bummer. Yeah. he's got, you know, to me, he's got a very iconic look in the comics. It's a baseball cap. It's a, you know, like his sort of gear. Um, and, uh, yeah. Well, you know, McFarlane, they always make the best choices. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of people that make choices, our friend Reese O'Brien, I'm sure, was involved with our, uh, Next bit of news here. Yeah. They, Funko has announced, uh, seven inch versions of their Walking Dead figures. Mm-hmm. Now they'd, al- they'd already announced, um, the two inch, you know, blind boxed, but the, the seven inches won't be blind boxed, thankfully. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you got, uh, uh, the screwdriver zombie, the riot gear zombie, and, and um, Daryl. So if you want a stylized version of those guys, they will be coming soon. And I'm guessing, this is just a guess, uh, probably, what do you figure, about 20 bucks, 25 bucks maybe? I'm not sure, but I think this is a great move because these toys are great. They, they look absolutely fantastic. Um, and so to capitalize on that with some larger ones where you know what you're getting and uh you know, and particularly when we did our interview with Reese he said that in the next wave there are going to be more um of the human characters as well uh I think that's going to be really fun no, no riot gear zombie you don't have a problem with him right uh well as long as it's not supposed to be Glenn <laughs> I'm just checking I mean, I don't want. I'd only be interested in the the human characters, I but. I wonder if the screwdriver comes out. <laughs> Once I'll be. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't It'd know. be cool. <laughs> you could sit there during the day, you know, be on a conference call you don't want to be on. <laughs> Pull that screwdriver in and out. <laughs> Make a little voodoo doll. Well, that's why I keep Ghost Rider on my desk. Oh. As a I, I bobble his head when I start getting upset if I'm on the phone. <laughs> oh, really? That's funny. And I watch him, and then I smile, and then, you know, you feel better. goes away. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> hmm. See, that's, so, Justin. That's why I have staff. I just slap them around. <laughs> yeah. They don't give engineer staff. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, how about some more news? 
Okay, my first bit of news is Hasbro's Avengers Assemble line. So this is in the three and three quarter scale, and it is to coincide with the new cartoon coming out, which is aptly titled Avengers Assemble. <laughs> uh, these are turning up now in Target in America. So Avengers are on such a roll at the moment, I guess we should see them here. Who knows about the price point on these these days, probably around the $19 mark, you'd, you'd imagine, anywhere between 15 and 19 I guess. Uh, the first wave is uh, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, the Falcon, Black Widow and Red Skull. They come with bits and pieces and accessories, I guess. I don't know, will they share bodies with um, Marvel Universe, perhaps? And, you know, they're, they're quite good looking for the scale, but I don't have any interest in this size, but yeah, I, they're on I, their way. I think they're actually quite good looking, but I have read a couple of uh, reviews of people who've seen them saying that they don't really fit with Marvel Universe, which I think is a shame. Really? Yeah, I know. Ah. Like, I, I would have thought that that would have been a I given. I thought that was supposed to be like the continuation of that. Well, yeah. That's yeah. And they were going to slot figures into it from, yes. you know. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. I mean, they look... Um, they they look like they should fit, and obviously I haven't seen them in person, but that is a comment that I've read in a couple of places that they're actually a little bit, mightn't be quite as big. Hmm. Kind of curious about the Red Skull. I think he's the best looking in the group. Yeah. Although the uh, the thing on the package that says shield gear, I, I was kind of disturbed by that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the um the sneer on the Red Skull. Yeah, he can't. He can't beat the Red Skull. Yeah, he's got a good what? expression. I, I'm just bitter that um, you know this cartoon had to come and replace a perfectly well a fantastic show because I thought that the Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon was going to be Marvel's Justice League Unlimited. You know, it just had that getting such a big cast and um, you know great stories, and then of course not close enough to the film, so they had yes. to get rid of it. Grr. Yes, indeed. Grr, grr, grr. Yeah. Anyway, something else? Yeah, second piece of news is from Diamond Select, and uh, more Universal Monsters are on their way. This time we're getting the Lon Chaney uh, Cosimoto. Comes with a cape, crown, and scepter, a gargoyle base. Uh, and the second release is Boris Karloff from Dr. Jekyll is it Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde meet Abin and Costello? I think that was the movie. <laughs> he has a removal hat, uh, coat and cane, interchangeable Mr. Hyde head, and the lab table base. Now, seeing these two might actually push me over the line for these two. I'm a huge fan of uh, Abbott and Costello, and I think these figures are really, really well done. They're uh, stepping up, especially with the um, interchangeable heads. On Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, I think they, they're sort of they're getting better as they go along and the character selection is, is pretty good. It's a really clever line. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a... Do you prefer the colour ones or the black and white ones? Definitely. I do. I do. What, which? Oh, colour. colour. Okay. I said, do you prefer the colour or the black and white? And you both said, <laughs> definitely. I'm like, uh... <laughs> Oh, I thought you said... Never mind. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so, because the one I have, I have the mummy, of course, but he's color. Why, of course? Are you a mummy fan? Yeah, you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> the the mole person's kind of cool. 
Yeah. They're showing a mole person in that one photo, and he's... I, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I haven't. No, I have to crack that down. I think I might have gone to high school with him, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes the... Um, Oh, this is funny. I was just saying I like the color Walking Dead figures better than the um, black and white ones. But I actually like the black and white versions of these better. Well, because that's how you saw them the first time. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. It. Yeah. Although that's how I saw the Walking Dead um, ones too, because it's a black and white comic book. But there you go. Uh, just goes to show that there's actually no rhyme or reason to what I like and don't like. <laughs> we know. <laughs> that's right. That's not news. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and finally, Justin. Okay, the final bit of news that I have is from Nika, and it's a. Well, this week we've got a teaser photo of an 8 bit Freddy Krueger figure. So this follows on the heels of the uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusive 8 bit Jason Voorhees figure. And it looks like they're maybe continuing this sort of Nintendo 80s video game nostalgia trip. And if they do, I guess it's pretty good for, for fans, if for horror fans especially, to get uh, more of their classic iconic figures. And from the, just from the teaser photo, um, it looks very, very well done. It looks like a very good Freddy Krueger. If this is your cup of tea, yeah. I don't think you're going to be disappointed at all. No, that um, fabric... Jumper mm. looks awesome. It does. Wait, is it fabric though, or is it just sculpted? Well, that's it's hard to say. It's not really. I'm guessing it's sculpted. Because they're short, yeah. I can see the shoulder articulation there. So, it might, yeah. I mean, if that's yeah. sculpted, then that is really good work. It is because it looks like fabric. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. I know everybody that got the uh, the SDCC one that I was talking about really loved it. The the Jason. Yeah, I've seen a couple of reviews, yeah. Yep. I, people really didn't know whether they wanted to open him or not. He was that cool. Mm. I, Freddy's never really um, done anything for me, I'd say. Yeah. Well, what, what, would he, what would he do for you? Well, I mean, <laughs> like, in terms of, because I love that actor so much in V, um, you know, the original V miniseries, and he was yeah. Willie the Awkward alien mm-hmm. yep. and uh so i just had never really get my head around him as a terrifying psycho killer now see i always knew him the other way first oh. i knew him as freddie first so really okay well there you yeah. go yeah. so then how did you feel about him as a lovable and awkward alien <laughs> were you scared That's of him by the time I watched V, it was pretty campy to begin with, so, you know. <gasps> you take that back. V was never campy. <laughs> Sorry. V's a sign for victory. <laughs> right. That was so cool back in the day. It was. It was so cool. It really was. I think with the first time you see them eat the rats, <gasps> you, you go to school the next day and go, oh, my God, did you see it too? <laughs> he ate a rat. <laughs> so are you saying you didn't watch it as a kid, John? You know, I don't remember watching it as a kid. I remember watching one of them, but that, that's about it. Because it was huge. It was a major... Like it was a really I know. You, d- you would have thought I would have watched it, and I, I don't remember it. Like, you know, even my parents were... You know, watched it. Was it on versus Knight Rider? Or? I have no I idea. I think this was built as a special event. They were miniseries. Series, like they yeah. were, I mean, the, yeah. the, 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 the series 
that came after it is just horrid, horrible, doesn't exist in my mind. Um, mm. But the two miniseries... Um, yeah, I was away at camp. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's possible. Well, I have some news as well. The first bit I'm not actually sure is brand new news, but I don't know that we've spoken before about the Hot Toys Silver Centurion Iron Man. Um, I've got to say they really are all starting to mix in together at this point. Um, and this one to me is cool because it's got that kind of West Coast Avengers, um, uh, Iron Man, you know, silver and red armor feel to it, which I like. Uh, but this is the, is it Mark 33? Um, so yeah, if you're not, uh, your, your display cases aren't already overflowing with Hot Toys Iron Man, then, Perhaps, um, yeah, you might have another one. <laughs> well, they must be selling, otherwise they wouldn't keep making them. They must be selling. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a weird, um, to me, I just, my one question is, you know, is, is, is there such a thing as too much of a good thing? Because, I don't know, it's all blending in together, and I don't know how you could possibly be completest with that stuff when there are, you know, there, there are so many and they seem to be coming out in droves, like, Wow. Yeah. I is now I haven't seen the movie. But the exclusive looks like it's what, a helmet from the Mark Ah, uh, yes. This is it's uh, a battle damage. The exclusive has got an extra helmet added in, which is a uh battle damaged mark. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's, a, yeah. <laughs> it's an L. Uh, L is is L fifty? Yeah. Get Arnold on it. Arnold, what is um? Anyway, the flame effects on it. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, L is fifty. So okay. so Mark. It's a sixty-two. Yeah. Oh no, that's the forty-two. Oh, of course, the forty-two. Because it'd be X before the L, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's a battle damage Mark Forty Two helmet. Um, I mean, I don't quite understand that as a pack in for the Silver Centurion, but anyway, that that in case we haven't covered that before, there it is. Um, something that I know that we haven't covered before. A couple of DC things to finish off. Uh, Square Enix, the Play Arts people, are doing some reimagined DC characters, and we've seen before. Uh, Wonder Woman and Green Lantern, at least. And now they have shown Batgirl, Flash, and Batman. The Flash, I think, is super cool. The, uh, I'm not really digging these on a whole, just because they're too, um, reimagined for me. They're very anime. Yep. But I think the, the Flash with, you know, he's got some, extra lightning stuff in really groovy boots. I think he is super cool. I can see uh, my Miss 12, the Barry Allen fan, really liking that. Um, the Batgirl... She's not bad. She's not bad. No. that That's something I could see myself getting because I'm a Barbara Gordon completist. Um... So, oh, I thought you were going to say because you like leather. And... <laughs> <That's right. 
<laughs> no. Um, but I just, I kind of, I don't really like the um, short shorts, high boots thing they've done for her there. Uh, I don't mind that. Well, I'm sure you don't. No, I just, I think you know, they could have done without it. She could have been cool and sexy without having to have that, that's all. Uh, but these are so cool. Like, you know, they look pretty cool. And there's, the, a, uh, there's a Batman as well. I, I don't get him, though. No. I do not see that as Batman. I think they've already... That might be the second Batman, I think, that in this line, so it might be a kind of... Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I looked at that without knowing what it was supposed to be, I wouldn't think it was Batman. I would say Final Fantasy. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But, they're, you know, they're reimagined, so they got lots of reimagining. And finally, uh, Kotobukiya announced a while ago that they were going to do... Catwoman in their Artifacts statue line, and we're talking about one of those later in Toy of the Week, but they have done an update to say that she is going to come with not one, but two different pairs of removable goggles. So you can decide how to display her, so you can have no goggles, you can have clear goggles, and then if you want your Catwoman to look like a bee, um, you can have the uh, opaque goggles. Opaque and bulbous. Hmm. I, I take it we know your feelings on the opaque goggles. <laughs> well, it's not just the <laughs> opaqueness. It's the the bulbous bit. I don't know. They look dumb to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what do you think, John? I, I I like the regular goggles a little better. Yeah. Justin, what's your goggle opinion? Yeah, they, they're not doing it for me, Scott. Okay, yeah, so we're all... Normal, like, you know, clear goggle fans. Yes. Yeah. But I like it. She's cool. And that, as far as I can tell, is the news. What do you reckon? Yeah, I suppose you're right. I think that's the news. Uh, Well, we're going to call that the news, and we're going to come right back with the next installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Hi, my name is... Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. Our good friend John, who's also known as Engineer Nerd from TVandFilmToys.com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. So over to you, John. Well, thank you very much. You know, it's kind of funny. I was driving home yesterday, and the uh, Name That music came on the radio, that song. Oh, really? And, and it freaked me out. I was like, I, I, I just kind of, you know, you know how when you, hear something out of context i'm so used to hearing it that way <laughs> i was like confused i didn't know what to do but, cool but speaking of confusion we will we will have boris insert last week's sound right here now it's a fight with bite and a mass of missiles that was close but mighty sword is closer so-, so did you guys have any guesses it was very manly but um Nope, you're, oh, you're on the right path. Mm, some sort of big gym or... No. no, I don't think it was big gym. It was, um... But it was something... Yeah, I don't know. Sorry. You don't know? Don't even want to take a guess? Action Man? Uh, oh, it's not Action Man. Kind of newer than that. Six Million Dollar Man? 
No, no. newer than that. Newer than that. Captain Action? <laughs> no. no. Action Jackson? No. <laughs> we might be stabbing in the dark here. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I will put you out of your misery. Okay. It's, and it is a uh, 2002 He-Man commercial. Oh, oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Like the line, no one heard the commercial. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, try, I try and do something different. And that's it was very the... manly. Yeah. 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 Who knew he man could be manly? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we will we will play a new sound for you this week, as always. And we will put that right here. Changing color and losing power. I need to re-energize. Let me scan your skin all wrapped and one more time. Changing color and losing power. I need to re-energize. Let me scan your skin all wrapped up. And I will say, if you're like our good friend Eddie and very good at these, or Hyperion, uh, come on over, afbforum.com, and leave some guesses. And, and you know, we, we will maybe give you hints, tell you if you're right, tell you if you're wrong, and then you'll know before everybody else. So come on over and uh, play along. Thanks very much for that, John. That wraps up Name That, and we will be right back with this week's Toy of the Week. The Incredible Hulk meets Spider-Man. Each figure a foot tall and fully poseable. All you need is a piece of string, and here comes Spider-Man. Avalanche! This is a job for the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk with a face that's mean. Lots of muscle and skin that's green. Handsome. The Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man from the Superhero Collection, each sold separately by Mego. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Hey. Every week, one of us takes a turn looking at a toy, collectible statue, uh, collectible coin in detail. They might be new releases, they might be something old, might be something blue. It all just depends on whatever we feel like doing. And this week, Scott has Toy of the Week, so what do you feel like doing this week, Scott? I feel like talking about the Kotobukiya New 52 Art FX Aquaman statue. I have not gotten into collecting this line as a whole because I have enough things to collect, but this is Aquaman, so normal rules do not apply. So if you're not familiar with this line, this is a new line from Kotobukiya that is based on the New 52 designs and starting off with the Justice League. So we have already, I think we've seen almost the whole league come out. We've seen Superman, Green Lantern, Flash, Batman, I think, and Wonder Woman just came out. So I think we're just waiting on Cyborg from that first set. And then there are quite a few characters coming afterwards. I think Shazam, Deathstroke, Catwoman we know about at this point. Um, these are not tall. They are, I don't even think they're one-seventh scale. They might be, no, they might be one-seventh scale. They are highly detailed, actually, vinyl statues. And they've got quite an interesting structure to them because they are, they're not articulated, but some of them do have props, like Aquaman has a trident, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, they come separate to a base and they have a magnet attachment to it. So Aquaman has got magnets in the bottom of his feet 
and he sticks to the base, which is really cool. So just to go through our usual little rundown, um, this is a 2013 release. I think I paid about 80 or so dollars US for it, plus shipping. It is a very collector-friendly style of packaging. It comes in a clear plastic and then colored plastic box that where you can see the figure through it. It can be just displayed like that. It can be opened, looked at, and then repacked. So it's got some of the same ideas to it as the Bishoju statue boxes, and then it has the two pieces of plastic clamshell that stick together for easy repacking, but then the outside of the box is not cardboard, it's plastic as well, and there's some fantastic artwork on it, which um, is a really nice touch. Uh, It's pretty easy to open, and if I decided I wanted to display this in the package, which I might just because it's probably the only one I'm going to own, it'll be really easy to pack it up again. The sculpt on this is really lovely. There's, there is a slight, uh, I don't want, I want to say almost anime feel to the way that they've done the faces on this. Like it's got that sort of anime styling to it. The scales are beautifully sculpted. It's got, um, the new 52 touches with the extra little, um, spikes on the end of his, uh, his gloves, um, and the, the groovy hairstyle and mutton chops that he really only ever seemed to have in the promo pics for New 52, and they haven't really carried through on that in a lot of the artwork, but I thought it was a good kind of fun look. In some of the promo pictures for this, it actually showed um, the little, that kind of you know weird necklace thing that he is shown wearing sometimes in the New 52, but that did not actually come with the final version so that must have gotten dropped out somewhere along the line he also comes with a trident which is two pieces so that you can put it into his right hand and then click it together i've been a little bit concerned about how this is going to turn out because a number of the ones that i've seen in shops um green lantern flash in particular have had a bit of some paint issues just with a bit of fuzzy edges of color and i have seen actually a couple of aquaman in the wild before i got this one from big bad toy store that i wouldn't have been thrilled with because the faces were not perfect but mine actually has turned out beautifully so i'm really thrilled with the luck of the draw in this case Um, there's some beautiful touches to this in terms of just things like the way that his belt and his belt buckle is sculpted and I'm actually really liking the way that they have structured the base. These are less complicated than the Bushoju statues. They're not as, quite as big and they're not as high concept. And, you know, they don't have extra prop pieces to them or extra things in the base. But I'm actually quite liking the fact that this could be displayed on its own because he stands up fine without the base or then popped on the, the base as well. And, I I would really struggle in terms of a dolly rating to to fault this. I can't kind of see anything wrong with it for what it is. So I'm sorry, Justin, but I'm going to have to go 10 out of 10. Yes. (laughs) Does anyone have any questions about my news? Oh, sorry, John. No, go ahead, Justin, because I'm sure your question will be nicer than mine. 
No, it's it's just the uh, how the picks look are really good that you've supplied, but how does the coverage on the metallic sort of finish on the on his um, the top part of his outfit? How does it look in the flesh? They're actually, they're actually beautiful. You know, they, they've obviously been you know, sculpted in quite a bit of detail, and yeah, and and they've come out beautifully. So I'm really happy with it. Yeah, you know, it's the kind of thing that can not always be done fantastically. Mm. Um, the the paint I, I didn't really talk about. The paint is beautiful too. It's got a lovely metallic um, sort of feel. Uh, to it, metallic finish on the the scales, and there's a bit of a I don't know, I want to say wash, but there's a bit of yeah, I guess um sc- uh, a bit a bit of depth to it through maybe a bit of a wash, so it gives it just that little bit of extra depth. So it really it's a it's a beautiful looking thing. I'm really happy with it. Cool, Re- really happy with it. Mm. Anyway, I'm not going to shoot you down. Okay, that's fine. Well, that's my toy of the week. Yay me. Christmas ornament. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> no, look, I mean, I don't... I could. I think if you weren't already... If I wasn't already collecting statues and other things of these characters, I could really see myself enjoying collecting this line. Um, I'm not... Um, I, I, I'm not going to branch out into any other of these just because I've already got good versions of these characters. And also it's the new 52 designs, which are not necessarily my favorite. But I could see this being a really fun line to collect because they're not huge. They're not going to take up mountains and mountains of space. And it, it looks like they're going to go a bit deeper than just the Justice League as well, which is pretty cool. Androgynous. Uh, it doesn't actually. It look, I was worried about that in the lead up to it. Like I, it it looks a lot better in person than it did in some of the the pictures. So it, I mean, it has that um, anime kind of face look to it, but it's not androgynous in person. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, thank you, John. I really appreciate it. Now, some of the pictures, the hair looks like bright yellow, comic booky, and then some of them they look kind of. Sandy, more realistic. Yeah, blonde. What does he look like in person? Yeah, it's got that more sandy, realistic look. It's not bright, bright yellow. So, um, you know, that's something. I think probably a lot of the photos that we see are earlier production pieces, like some of the very early photos. Like I said, that had that necklace, you know, kind of look to it. Um, but. Uh, no, it looks it's looks fine. It's it just you know kind of standard, um, blonde, sandy blonde. So, very good, very good. I should mention when I talked about the price before. That's obviously, um, like the the Australian, um, because I think these are going for about fifty in the in the states. Yeah, that, that's what it looked like. I saw them on eBay between forty and yep. fifty five. It looked like. Yep. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Well, that's Matoy of the Week, and I think we're going to come straight back with the things that we've added to our collections this week. Big Mac to my house. I'll bring my guys. You have yours. I've got junkyard dogs. It's World Wrestling Federation superstars. I've got Brutus Beefcake. Here's Tori and Steel. I've got Great Hammer Valentine. Ricky the Dragon Steel. They're so real. And Rowdy Rock Piper. Can you tell the difference? Wrestling superstars, they're for real. Each sold separately from LJN. Yeah! We're all here because, well, we have problems. 
and uh, <laughs> one of them is that we buy stuff and we collect it and our poor wives wonder if it will ever end and uh, this is where we take take time to check in with each other and confess and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made so um justin you can be first at the confessional tonight what do you have to confess okay i confess in buying a watchman night owl figure Ah. from the uh, sub, which I'm not a part of, so I had to get that on secondary Market. markets. Uh, same as, uh, I refuse to call him Freddie Freeman, actually. Captain Marvel Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I got. Uh, actually, he's quite surprising. He's a very good figure. The, the paint and the face sculpt is very, very nice. Don't pay attention to what was painted on the back of his box because it just looks like some sort of hobo like an Alfred E. Newman in the Captain <laughs> Captain Marvel Jr. outfit, but the figure itself is really, really well done and really nice. Oh, dear. No? No good for you? Oh, no. I mean, I think I I'm, I'm, haven't got mine yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I find the whole naming thing very unfortunate. Yes, indeed. And that's about the extent of my madness this week. I'm really happy with the Night Owl figure. Only two more to go, uh, Ozzy Mandis and um, Comedian. And then I'll have a fully-fledged lineup of Watchmen figures, something I've been hoping for for about 20 years. So yes. that's really good. Yeah, I, I love the packaging of these. Um, I, I think they're fantastic. The packaging is beautiful. Yeah. Did you, um, I mean, so, so you've got all the ones that have come out already? or? Yes. Okay. But you didn't subscribe? No. No. Yeah. That's the, the, the <laughs> typical, isn't it? <laughs> Typical. <laughs> okay, and anything else? That's it. Very slow. Uh, and Mr. John, what about you? I got nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Uh, well. Not for lack of trying. Just, not for lack of trying? Okay. Just hadn't found anything. I got a big bad toy store pile of loot. Um, I love being able to save up stuff and send it when I'm ready. It's awesome. It's such a great... You know, like, particularly for us here where shipping is a big deal, the savings that you get on shipping for that are so cool. And I got the Marvel Select Nightcrawler, which I quite like. Um, it's not... It's The the, the head sculpt is not 100% for me what I would have liked, but it's still uh, a great figure, and Nightcrawler is a character where the Marvel Select articulation you know lends itself quite well and he's also part of a you know a long line of that era of x-men figures now so you kind of feel like you've got a bit of a set which is nice and a bit unusual for marvel select so that's cool i got the mattel batman tv show batman and robin um and i think i'm probably not going to open it because it's in the two pack where you know they're climbing on the building and i think i'm probably but that's probably it for me in terms of those toys. I don't think I'm going to be collecting all the villains and that sort of thing. So I think I'm probably going to be leaving them in the box because they look cool. And then I also got a, a few other things that will go into the Christmas drawer for children. Um, just different things that I've been seeing that think, oh, she would like that and she would like that. So I shan't discuss them on air, but they were very cool. And, of course, my artifacts, Aquaman. Will the... um pack for the Batman and Robin. How does it display? Uh, just give me one moment and I'll get Arnold to hand it to me. 
Oh, can you hand me that back, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it displays quite nicely, actually. It is um, the Batman, you know, TV series, etc., and it's done in a way where it it's kind of looks like they're climbing up the building, and it has a a building facade set piece to it. And they're both holding the rope, and it's done, um, you know, in a way that makes it look like they are climbing up the building. So it's very easily left in package, and uh, quite like it. It's um, yeah, and I think it's probably the best thing to do with with the figures. The one thing that I d- definitely um, notice just from looking at it is the cloth case, which lots of people have spoken about. Um, but I also think that the bucks are really quite interesting because they have done, I think, quite a good job of representing the, you know, the non-muscular builds of those actors through these bucks. They would have looked really ridiculous on a DCUC buck. Um, so, you know, they've got thinner chests and they're not as sculpted, sort of like you're not as physically sculpted. And uh, they've done a very good job with it. So I think that'll do me for that line, though. I'm not going to keep going with villains, etc., and they'll look fun in the box. Good. Cool. Yeah, very good. Um, oh, I also have a, a Lego um, Series 10 figure that I thought I'd open up on air because I'm still trying to get my Mr. Gold. Sorry, what's Lego? Lego. Lego. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for the South Australians, Lego. Um but for everyone else, Lego. <laughs> for, for for um Mr. Chris Coffee, Lego. For the norms. For the norms. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring some of these back when oh I didn't get Mr. Gold. What did I get? Oh I got the um Oh what is he? The paintball guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I've I've picked up a few of these. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've picked up a few of these for the kids while I've been, you know, doing trips and stuff. And we've gotten, um, because my younger one really wants the Paris Hilton one. Yeah. And so far, She's cute. sorry, looks really cute. Yeah, we've had the the baseball guy like three times, huh. and. The someone else, one of the other kind of not so exciting ones too, a couple of times. It's like, man, there's so many in this wave that I think are really cool. And oh, we've gotten the um, Amazon, they were quite happy with that. Um, but I want Medusa, I want the clown, and I don't, I can't find them. From what I've been reading, they've been short packing a lot of the. The uh, figures as well, so that's why you'll we'll get a lot of baseball players and a lot of uh, paintball. Paintball seems to be um, what would you say one of the main packouts? Really? Yeah, that's what I've been reading. Anyway, man, I mean, sorry, paintball guy, but you're not that exciting. Uh, when you say clown, do you mean the mime? Uh, the mime, yeah. Well, the I guess he is kind of a clown. He's clowny Pagliacci, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I, I bet yeah, I picked up when I was looking for Medusa that one day, probably four of those. Really? Oh. And you can tell because they got the cone. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. One of these, I thought I had the um the the Spartacus guy. Um, 
with his big, you know, head piece, I was sure. And I can't remember what it turned out to be. But there you go. <laughs> no, no luck on Bumblebee Girl, though, huh? No. Like but, I said. Yeah. You got her, didn't you, Justin? Yeah. 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 I mean, we're not, you know, we're not completists with this. We just kind of have a go at it. But it's been a little bit um, disheartening, this particular wave, because we just have gotten, you know, the same couple of things over and over and none of the none of the ones that we want. So there you go. We should hurry up and uh, release the figures, the um, superhero figures like this. It'd be fantastic. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So fun. Medusa base you can really feel. Because yeah. um, the the part where her body goes in really sticks up in the package, feels kind of square. Okay. You know, the, the last couple of times that I've bought these, they've been so like Meyer, our you know, big department store, had a choice sale last weekend, um, and everything was thirty percent percent off sort of thing. But they're they had them like up on the counter right at the checkout, and so. You can only do so much grabbing packages and feeling stuff before people start giving you strange looks. Ah, bugger. (laughs) (laughs) So what are you looking at? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Meyer Meyer is upmarket and, you know, with lovely, lovely older ladies doing the checkout sort of thing that really don't understand. So, you know, I I, I squeezed about. I I wouldn't care. I squeezed about like five bags before I was like, okay, I've just got to buy some now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> All right. Well, I, okay. Sorry, John, what were you going to say? Say when I, when I was looking for the Paris Hilton one, I, I bet you yeah, I probably picked up 20. <laughs> really? But was it at a checkout? No. Okay. It was at the end of a toy aisle kind of hanging there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, if there's no one... If I'm not in anyone's way or there's not a checkout lady standing right in front of me, then I'll, I would have a go. I found the, uh, was it series eight or nine, that f- alien I really wanted. That's how I found him with the kid, the th- all three of us there in Target squeezing bags. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. I, if there's a few boxes, I say, right, I'll do this one, you do that one, yep. you do that one. Yep. <laughs> oh, I've never seen more than one in a box at a time. Yeah, sometimes in Target they do have a few, like – here you can you can find them and they might have a, a couple of boxes of minifigures um and they're just in with the other lego stuff so it's um you know you can actually have a play with it but um this was you know at Meyer was a little bit embarrassing <laughs> so i was like oh heck i just got to get some now and then i ended up with paintball guy <laughs> and another baseball guy <laughs> Our third baseball guy I noticed the other the other day is still sitting there, not even put together from where he was sat down after he went, oh, another baseball guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like that is all that we have to report this week. We'll be right back in a moment with our discussion topic of the week. Hey, kids, I'm here to tell you about two extremely famous corners, Mario Mario and Luigi Mario, from the Super Mario Bros. movie. You want to know what makes them super? Because they triumph over the evil Koopa and his brain sidekicks, Iggy and Spike, using only their plumbing tools, and they battle the Goombas. Koopa's hideous dino human army. Those Goombas are scary. The Super Mario Brothers action figures from Earl. But don't worry, they're not real. Well, this week we're calling our discussion topic Molding Outside the Lines, and we'll give you a little explanation here. Um, 
really ever since toys have been around, they have, uh, you know, you take a mold, you recast it in a different color, you relabel it as something else, and you create a variation. And, you know, molds are an investment, probably one of the bigger investments for people to make toys, so it seems logical that, you know, they want to reuse the mold as much as they can and, you know, get as much money out of it. Um, you know, you go back to Mego and they used uh, the, the lizard head as the Star Trek Gorn and dressed him in some funky Planet of the Apes outfit. Um, but, you know, today, you know, you see mold reuse in a line and you kind of expect it. But what you don't expect is lines to kind of cross with one another and to get uh, stuff from one line to another. And really what caused this is uh, Adam was upset last week that his uh, Professor X was really a G.I. Joe figure, which kind of gave us the idea for this. So before we kind of get into kind of the history of this and a little bit more discussion, what are your thoughts on this gentleman, Justin? What about you? Um, I, I really don't have a problem with it. The only thing that uh, I see people when online is when uh, especially Master of the Universe, the classic line they share. They've recently shared a dark seed, bo- a dark seed, dark side body, and a um, Batman body as well. And I think because people pay a high premium for those subscription, that uh, when they see the the actual mold shared across that line, um, they're not real happy about it. But mm-hmm. me personally, I don't, I don't have a, a problem with it at all. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same way you are. But what, what about you, Scott? Because you're you're in that that subscription, so yeah. Look, I don't have a problem with it um, because I think that it's a way of um, getting more toys. You know, like I'm I'm about the the selection of characters and getting as many characters as possible. And so, you know, it is a tricky thing, like Justin said, sometimes when. When you start looking at the price point and think, okay, how much am I paying for this reused buck? But um, you know, it's a it's fine with me. And I think that um, you know there are some things that Mattel, for example, could have done with Disneyers Classics um, and Masters of the Universe by sharing across that would have um, made uh, DC Universe a bit more. Uh, just, you know, interesting and dynamic by drawing in some of those pieces, but they, you know, decided not to. So, yeah, I don't, I don't have a problem with it, unless it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if it's totally out of scale or whatever, yeah. but, yeah, um, you know, like Adam was upset about the, uh, the Professor X. Personally, I don't have a problem with it. No, me uh, either. You know, if it's, a, if it's a guy in a suit and they can save a little money by not having to re-sculpt it and, and popping a different head on there, I, you know, all the power to them. Yeah. Um, For me, if it's the difference between getting a character or not, I'd rather that they reuse it. You know, if it's a it's a, a, a smart way to... Um, um, I think one of the issues that Adam had, which I do understand, is that um, it's not just a reused, but... but uh, quite a different type of articulation and different type of construction. Um, and so that could be something that might annoy. Um, but yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm more about the universe building. So more characters, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there, go ahead, Justin. No, I was just saying, I, I agree. Anyway, we can get more toys and more, more, uh, character selection, even if it's a simple variation, please do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. See, I, I guess because for me, I you know I have 
Captain America and Iron Man figures kind of mixed in with, you know, some of my G.I. Joe stuff. So you know, on display. So I don't really even notice that, you know, to me, it's mm. it's one world, you know, kind of if it's an Earth based thing, it's one world. If it's Star Wars, it's, you know, yeah. now, now if they start crossing G.I. Joe and Star Wars, I might, you know, be a little. Yeah. Well, you know, where where it can cause uh, people to stumble is also, of course, scale. And you you have to accept, obviously, that in a, a mass-produced action figure line that scale is never going to be exactly what you um, might imagine. Um, and th- then it becomes about the appropriateness of the bucks that they're using. Um, DC Universe Classics, again, is an example. Um, has a, a limited number of different body types and then a certain size of for a builder figure character and that's meant that some of the builder figure uh, characters or oversized characters in the subscription are a bit out of proportion for some people um so you know that it, it can obviously be um an issue but again if if i have to choose between having that or you know not having lead from the metal men or something i'd rather have the character yeah 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 and i I think a lot of people are the same way but you know i can understand especially you know if you are paying a subscription price and then they reuse it um I, i guess i can see that you know one place that they tend to do this in is um exclusives as well um one of the sdcc cobra commanders um was a reuse of, I think, the Indiana Jones um, body for the, the the tote body, you know. And you you go to SDCC, you know, okay, here's this figure that, you know, was sculpted for something else, and, and it's an exclusive. Do you really feel like you're getting your money's worth mm. uh, when you're paying an inflated price at that? Yeah. So. Now that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's probably a tricky thing because we don't have a full appreciation of uh, just how expensive that part of the process is. We've certainly had that communicated to us um, a great deal, and particularly in the last few years of the Mattel subs, etc. You know, that's something that has been drilled home that the that the price is in the tooling of different molds etc that's what really costs the money and so um you know it is a something that i think i probably appreciate more now than i did a few years ago um but you know when you look at the the lines that when we we collected when we were kids a lot of those were all the same body and um same parts with different paint and we survived (laughs) yeah you know you you look back migo um, you know, I've, I've done a lot of flipping through the Mego Museum site, and y- you look at what they did, like with Black Hole and Dukes of Hazard. I would have never guessed that. I mean, I didn't realize till much later that those were reused figures, um, and I didn't care. You know, no. I had Bo Duke, I had Luke Duke, and you know, I was happy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, not just Mego. I mean, Mego did it a lot. Um, you know, they would, they would take a police car from CB McCall and now that's a, you know, a Dukes of Hazard police car or whatever. But, um, you know, Kenner did it as well with quite a few items. Sure. Um, yeah. 
especially going from Return of the Jedi to Robin Hood, they seem to take all the Ewok stuff and turn it into Sherwin Forest. Yeah, I think that whole line was listed for for uh, that uh, was it Princess Prince of Thieves was that Prince the, of Thieves yeah yeah Kevin Costner one yeah that's the one. But that, that's the kind of thing where see you know I think we're um, I guess we're a bit spoiled on some fronts, but um, you know when you go back to our red card that we had a couple of weeks ago about the Wolverine movie toys. Um, you know, I, I certainly wouldn't defend them in that, yeah, they're not great. But the, th- that type of a, a movie toy, you know, it's really there for kids and it's there to promote the, the film. And, uh, you know, if Kenner had those molds lying around and they could reuse them to make Prince of Thieves toys, well, you know, good on them. Yeah. And they, and they really did. Uh, yeah. you know, Prince of Thieves is actually a, a great example of the kind of thing that we're talking about where they did some pretty creative reuses. Yeah, they're quite funny if you can search have a look for them. They're, they're, uh, it's quite cleverly done and it's quite amusing to see what parts they use for bits and pieces. The, the Gamorian, Gamar, Gamorian Guard for... Gamorian Gamard. Gamorian <laughs> Gamard. Oh. Oh, they recycled the words as well. Yeah. I, didn't see that. I like the canoe figure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, John, go on. Um, that one, I think, it's just clever. I would have never guessed that. You know, I've seen pictures of Friar Tuck and people are asking, like, this looks familiar. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen that pointed out. I would never have picked it, though, but I've I've seen it pointed out. <laughs> that is very funny. Another common one that I see sometimes is people will have um, the horses from... Uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and they'll be like, this is the Indiana Jones horse, but it's not the right color, you know, because there's one of the horses that's real dark, and, and the Indiana Jones ones are real light, and they're like, it's not the right color, I don't understand, what is it? And, you know, people just didn't know about the Butch and Sundance line, so, uh, you know, you kind of see those from time to time as well. <laughs> um, and stuff like that, you know, if they've got a horse, and it's three and three quarter, yeah, you know, remold it, use it. I don't care. Nope. <laughs> I wonder if we, some of our expectations of um, unique sculpts, etc., you know, have actually done us out of some of the characters that we could have had. And there's a difference between, like, for example, um, a DC Direct, now DC Collectibles, type line where you know it's a specialty store line um here you're looking at thirty dollars a figure um that's that's a hard hard thing to swallow if it all repeat you know sculpts um bucks there um you know that's different from a retail line to me yeah but you know if if they'd reuse the same buck in the line would you have a problem with it uh, well, they, DC Direct did at some points, you know, re- reused some, um, and you know, it, it. But I think there was enough custom sculpting and, and stuff around it to not, to not bother you. Um, but they certainly weren't working from, you know, just a couple of standard, a couple of standard bucks like DC Universe, for example. Well, I mean, it's just you know, like like I said, kind of in the beginning that 
you know, if we like in GI Joe, they will reuse a body over and over, and and people don't seem to mind. But you throw in a say a Marvel universe, and people would be upset. Which you know, why if you're upset about that, why aren't you re you know upset about the other reuse <laughs> inside the line itself? Um, you know, it just sometimes doesn't make as much sense. Well, I guess it's it's probably like Adam's reaction to the Professor X is that you know it's a different if there's a different style like a GI Joe figure often has those exposed um you know metallic bits to screws. the screws yeah. etc thank you yeah <laughs> etc that's not something that's a feature of the Marvel universe line so it becomes a bit kind of glaring in that sense um and again if you, if you are the kind of person that pays attention to those sort of things and I can see where that would be a bit of a um an annoyance perhaps but like you said, I'd rather have it, um, have the character than not have it. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. You know, you kind of look back at this. Um, you guys have posted in a link for Battle Cat from the original He-Man line. I had no idea that was a reuse. Yeah. And uh, that one was a new one to me. I did not realize that. Since 1976. It's been yeah. Uh, Battle Cat apparently started life as a, a jungle cat from... Big Jim and then reused in Tarzan. Yep. Huh. And then they added the armor in nineteen eighty two to make Battle Cat yeah. and then they used the same thing again to make Panthor. So they just uh flocked him up in purple and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but they're bandits for that. They got uh the two horses as well. Um Strider and uh, what's the other one called? I can't remember. But the two horses, mechanical horses, basically the same mold mm. as well. And I think the the actual uh, birds as well, Zor has been around since the seventies as well, using Big Jim line yeah, as those, well. Yeah, mm-hmm. those were. Yeah, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a new one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we also I pointed out that the uh, Demolition Man line of figures was a uh, pretty much direct reuse of the molds for um, the He Man. Uh, Adventures of He-Man figures. Yeah. The oh, new okay. Adventures one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that. That's pretty funny when you see the pictures side by side. You... It is. <laughs> Those He-Man figures, the new Adventure ones, are, are terrible. Terrible, terrible yeah. figures. <laughs> oh, dear. Some kind of crazy stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are the sort of things that you can um, forgive because they're cheap and nasty you know, sort of toys. And it's more about getting a tie-in property out there than it is about a piece of art. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. You know, if you go back to the, you know, not just the Mego, um, the, the Mego three and three quarter stuff as well. I mean, that was all recycled over and over and over again for whatever Property like you know, John said before, if it was Love Boat or whatever, it's like right. Well, we need a captain's tubing, and it wasn't about right. We need a unique skull too. It's just okay. We need something that looks like a captain. <laughs> oh, this works. Yeah, that works. <laughs> um, I know Gary that was on the show. You know that I interviewed last week. He uh, he was pretty outspoken about uh, JoeCon. They reused some of the Indiana Jones vehicles. Um, he didn't really like seeing G.I. Joe mixed in with his um, Joe concept, or not G.I. Joe, but Indiana Jones mixed into his Joe concept. But, uh, oh. you know, I, I guess if you're paying a premium for it, kind of like you said, it goes back to that, that 
maybe, maybe you don't want to see that, but to me, any new toy is a good toy, so uh, I'm, I'm okay with it. Well, just, just going back to the Masters of the Universe thing, it's funny because every single figure is a reuse of the buck. I think they have three different legs, you know, the torso is nearly the same with the gauntlets and the rest, but if if it goes outside the line, that's when people start to get cranky. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's weird. It's like a little micro sort of situation going on. It's pretty funny when you when you think about it. <laughs> it's the same buck oh. over and over again for every, every Master of the Universe classics figure. But you know, I mean, there there was one I meant to come back and put in here, and that was uh, Transformers. Mm. If you think about Transformers and what we were talking about with uh, their SDCC exclusive, you know, that original line was made up of a bunch of other things that just kind of came together. And I, okay, we take this mold from this and this mold from this, and we're going to make a line out of it. Um, so you know, I mean, that's kind of it's kind of outgrown itself just from. That mold reuse. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> and, and, you know, this is continuing up today, even today. Um, the, the 2013 SDCC set, uh, the Thunderbolts, the, the heavy machine gun that Crossbones has, was reused from a G.I. Joe Sigma 6 figure. Hmm. And uh, nobody seems to be crying foul at that one, although I doubt that a lot of people have. Fully well, I, I didn't that. know, but now I'm outraged. I, 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 did, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's not a. Um, I'm I'm never been the kind of person that picks up on that kind of stuff, particularly weapons and you know that sort of thing. Ben, ben talks about that sometimes about you know reuse of that, and of course that's a you know a thing from so and so. I'm like, really? Wow, cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it's. It's you know accessories. You, you you I almost wish they would do more of that. But yes, why not? Yeah. Well, then I'm not. But you know, if you think about a line like um, the Artist Island and DST Star Trek figures, they reused a lot of um, but both uh, bucks, but also accessories. Um, you know, because they were obviously similar across the. The characters and uh, they had a lot of accessories, just like their um, Battlestar Galactica line as well. A lot of accessories and a lot of them were common right across many of the figures. Yeah, well, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if it's in that same world, all the power to them. That's right. You know, Absolutely, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. Yeah. You know, if they want to use GI Joe weapons for Punisher, go ahead. To me, it's the same world. You know. Yeah. I think we're all we're all kind of on the similar page here. But I would suspect that there are probably some people listening that um, have strong, different opinions about it. Yeah, yeah. I suspect Adam's going to come back and go. Let me tell you guys why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I, th- I think this would be a good opportunity if people do have strong opinions about this. I think they should let us know. Absolutely. And I, I think they should send us voicemail. Yeah, we I want voicemail. Voicemail would be cool. Be, does anybody? Why doesn't people send us voicemail? I don't know. So if you, so if you're outraged by mold reuse, get get on your computer, <laughs> record a voicemail, and send or it. Or maybe to, just mold in general. Maybe if mold outrages you, I, I'm okay with that too. Send it to 
uh, podcast at actionfigureblues.com. We would love to hear your thoughts. Send your MP3s. Hey. Send your MP4s. Ooh. Send your videos. Oh. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> ben, Ben, make a video for Scott oh with no pants. Yeah. I, you know, I just think that when you think about, this is getting totally off track, but a lot of the people that are, you know, our brothers in arms in this hobby, um, we're, we're really made for radio. <laughs> you know, like the the whole kind of video review thing, etc., is not something that I could ever fully see myself embracing because, you know, we're just we're we're highly suitable for this particular format. I think rather than video. Yeah, I I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you know, I mean, although look. If I did it in my house, it would be a stark improvement over a lot of the ones I've seen because mine is clean. Um, but, you know, that's a different issue. Yeah. If you're going to do video reviews, clean your nails if you're doing close-ups. That's all I have to say. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and don't, but. Don't, don't be cheery about every single thing. You can't be happy about every single thing. We know you're getting these things for free. Have some opinion. Have an opinion. That's well, right. you, you know, as a reviewer, as a person that writes reviews, although I haven't wrote as many as Eric's, and I have to apologize to him formally on air because um, he's been writing a lot lately. Um, I, I have to say that my problem is is that if I see something bad in the store um, because I buy everything, I'm not likely to buy it. And I think that's what a lot of people don't get about reviewers sometimes is that, you know, if they're not getting stuff for free somehow, um, you know, they're, they're not having as many bad reviews cause they're not willing to pony up the money to buy something. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, we are, I find that that's an interesting concept cause I mean, I'm, I, I like the stuff that I collect. And so, yeah, you know, most of the things that I choose are things I'm probably going to review, um, pretty well because, I've chosen it because I like it. You know, it's a, anyway, right. That we are not talking about this discussion topic anymore. <laughs> Tonight's topic is actually <laughs> honesty and reviews. I don't know. I mean, to be fair though, I mean, there's stuff I've taken out of the package and went, Ooh, wish I hadn't bought this or hadn't taken it out of the package, but you know, there you go. Well, anyway, there you go. Well, I think back that, on top. Yeah, I think that in terms of the um, molding outside the lines, I think that we've covered that quite well. We found some fun uh, overlaps between some of the lines that we um, knew well, and I bet that we've also not talked about a lot of that people um, could point out to us. So please do, and uh, we don't seem to mind the three of us that the reuse. You know, with within reason idea. So if you feel strongly that we're all wrong, please let us know. Please, please let us know, because I'd like to know why Scott's wrong. But except if I'm wrong on this, then so are you, because we agree. I can be swayed. I okay. <laughs> all right. He's a swinger. 
Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. No, no. Okay, that. on that note, <laughs> speaking of things that we don't want a video of, um, <laughs> on that note, I'm going to wrap up the discussion topic, and we will be right back in a moment with a bit of feedback, and then we will wrap up this particular episode and say goodnight. Spider-Man's getting ready to rumble. Oh, no, it's Doc Ock, Venom, and the Green Goblin. Fantastic action coming up. Take that, Green Goblin. Bam! Must get out of Venom's trap. Quack! Time to get out of here. Catch you later, Doc Ock. Brand new Spider-Man action figures. Out now. Well, we've just been talking about feedback and that we enjoy getting feedback from you. And if you would like to provide some feedback, you can uh, email us a message or an audio file at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. You can send us a message on our Facebook page or you can post on our Facebook wall. You can send us a tweet. Uh, you can send carrier pigeons to Justin's house. Um, enough bits yeah <laughs> and uh, if we get it and we like it or really disagree with it then we'll read it out and we've got a few bits of feedback tonight and the first one is a message that we got um, from Facebook from James Janota and he says I really hope people will consider supporting the new year of DC Club Infinite Earths by pur- purchasing a subscription to this awesome toy line if people are on the fence I hope that they think about it and change their mind and work out why they should get behind it. So that's one vote for Club Infinite Earths. There you go. Hmm. <laughs> I still haven't done it. That doesn't sound like a lot of people have. I know. I think it's in trouble. I Well, I, I think that, that uh, the Doomsday bait-and-switch thing is just like the dumbest idea ever. Because yep. I'm exactly, you know, what Ben said last week, I'm exactly in that same place. The last thing that I want to do is sign up and get a really dumb version of Doomsday that I have never, ever wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, so. I think the Masters one will, will go through, but I'm, I'm pretty sure the DC one will, yeah. is going to die. It's the end. Yeah. And, and to me, what they've done, you know, by trying to kind of push it to level two, by putting that doomsday there, they've just killed it. Yep. You know, if they, whereas, you know, to me, if they'd said right, doomsday is the is the sub figure, it's the one everyone's wanted. It's oversized. To me, I don't think it would be doing as badly as it is right now. Hmm. Um, and you know, I'm sure that there will be a push at the last minute. But if the um, meter, I don't know what you call it. It's not a thermometer anymore. It's a silhouette. Well, it looks like a, it reminds me of like, you know, the transporter, the Star Trek transporter. I think it's just like, you know, the transporter meter. If the transporter meters are as accurate as they say they are, then I don't think it's going to happen. But anyway, James, I, I, it's great to, you know, there certainly are people that really love this stuff and don't have some of the issues that we have. And it probably just means that they are much better people than we are. Um, and uh, for your sake, I hope it comes together. And John, you have got some feedback well, as well. Yeah, I've got some feedback. Um, Rock Mastrangelo from Twitter, and that's all one word in his Twitter um, name. He said, I listened to your podcast for the first time today. I enjoyed it. I subscribed also. Now I want to go to CoilCon with Gary Gotso. So uh, he's out in New York, so I don't know if he'll make it or not, but mm-hmm. um, I'll be there. And uh, I mean, I'll take some pictures and stuff and send them to you, Rock. So, but thank you for listening and subscribing. 
we can't thank you enough because it's people like you that make the show worth doing. That's right. Thank you. And also some feedback from the from the Gary Gatso interview. Uh, Mike Irizarry from the What's on Joe Mind podcast said, "Too bad you didn't get the CoilCon project manager." Ahem, sniff. Oops. Yeah. Well, Mike. I, um, I blame John. I yeah, blame John for that. It, it, it's my fault. I know you yeah. live in a different time zone, and um, I obviously have problems coordinating across time zones. And um, actually, that was just oversight on my part. And you know. I will I will try and get some live audio clip from you while at CoilCon itself because I figured that would be better to see you face to face and you know experience the the power of your your voice you know, oh, in person. Good, I, I was good crawling, good job recovery there. That's good. I was really more you know I, I'll, I'll be more impressed. <laughs> Beautiful. We've got we had a number of people commenting in various places that they really enjoyed that interview and you did a great job with it. So well done, John. Thank you. I, I didn't really, you know, do anything other than ask the questions I want to ask. So it's good. It's, um, one of the things that I consistently enjoy about doing these interviews is, you know, both with people that are the creators and the other people that are the members of, you know, our community is how generous they are with their time and their thoughts and, um, you know, it's a, it's a very affirming thing, I think, to meet people that you don't know and, uh, have so much in common with them. Um, it's good. It's very good. Yeah. I, I've said it before, but I always enjoy whenever we do an interview, you know, because it's always something new. I always learn something that I didn't know. Oh, for sure. Always. And, um, I mean, it's interesting when we put it, put up that episode, you know, which obviously had a G.I. Joe focus, someone, you know, put posted on the Facebook page, I'll pass. And I think, well, you know, that's a shame because, um, you know, one of the things that I think that our show is about is celebrating all the different parts of our community. Like I'm not a G.I. Joe fan, um, but I found that extremely interesting, um, because I enjoy being a part of this community and that's, you know, it's a, we're not a narrow focus show in that sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, it's a, it's something that I think we all benefit from when we get to know each other and understand our interests. It's good. Well, I, I think it's interesting to see how different, you know, maybe people are collector focused in one area than how those really cross over between, you know, say, G.I. Joe to a Masters Universe collector. You know, there's things in common there that we all have, and whether we want to admit it or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, you know, they're very, um, small little worlds and i think that you know you're it, it's always healthy to look beyond your own particular you know area of interest and um get to know similar ones it's not necessarily in some cases going to make me buy stuff but definitely i have bought things and spent more time looking at things um that i would never have really given a second glance because of the different people that, and collectors that we talk to both here on the show and on our forum as well. Um, you know, and we, that's what AFB really has always been on about is just celebrating collecting and supporting each other, not being about one narrow little thing. So I really enjoyed that chat for that reason. Well, good. Good job. That's our mission. Yay. We should make a mission statement. That'll be our mission statement. Well, funny you should mention. <laughs> Funny you should mention that might be closer than you think to happening. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, good. Yeah. Well, I think we did it, gentlemen. It was nice so. to get to um, play in the podcast sandbox with both of you again. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, let's not make it so long between drinks. Next, oh no, actually, maybe it should be <laughs> <laughs> at least between black giraffes. <laughs> so how many was it? They were very small, so it could have been four. Yeah, I thought I saw four on Facebook, yeah. but that's not even a lot. That wouldn't even like. It was strong. Are they the gales? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Yeah. We're talking like black beer. Yeah. Yeah. The density. Density. That's right. The density. I'm not a big drinker either. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that. That's not my. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy the social glass of wine, etc. Um, I'm not actually a huge beer drinker, but this was so nice. And, uh, but I was there on the, um, invite and tab of a, a friend I've known for a long time who just seems to be able to put away gallons of alcohol and not really be affected by it. So <laughs> you end up kind of being forced, forced into here, have another one. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's my story and I'm sticking to it, mom. Yeah. He made me do it. Mm. It was a big boy. I didn't want to drink that black giraffe. <laughs> or the third one. Or the, the, the might have been five. Anyway. Five? Wait a minute. I only saw four I, on I Facebook. I said might have. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> anyway, wow. before I incriminate myself any further. Lightweight. Yeah, I am. I'm totally, I'm with you. Look, um, before I incriminate myself any further, we're going to sign off. Bye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. Good night. Adam, go play with some toys. Play with them. Don't destroy them. And don't play with yourself. Oh. This is Adam we're talking about. I don't think either of those things are particularly possible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 Call your mom. Make sure she's okay. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the Kotobukiya Art FX New 52 Aquaman statue, and our discussion topic is Molding Outside the Lines. That makes no sense, Molding Outside the Lines, but hey. Well, molding but- lines? You know, parting lines? and But you're not molding inside the line it was intended for? What's m- molding lines? What's- That's the line that comes down the for the... Justin, help here. The joint, the uh, like if you put a leg with a leg together, you'll see the the molding oh. joint, an arm or a torso. I actually think it was quite clever. Sorry. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. good. Okay, great. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, hey, I said it, didn't I?
But we're going to do all that again. And why? Actually, because of me. Because I didn't have my pop guard on my um, um, I didn't have my pop guard on the mic, and um, I popped all my peas. My peas popped. Sorry, everyone. You know we haven't messed up an intro in a long time. Oh. What are you saying, John? Mom. I I think you're violating the terms of the restraining order there. I know. <laughs> Probably. You know, we've had how many weeks apart have we had? It's been like uh, three, three weeks, hasn't it? So yeah. just behave. Since okay. when do I do that? It's it's like a new leaf you're supposed to be turning over, right? Yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, by the way, I have a mega sleepover happening as well. So if you're giggling, there's nothing I can do. We have four four oh. extra kids. Awesome. Awesome. It'll just be confused for Scott. <laughs> Set the tone early. <laughs> oh, fine.